0: we're on. This is the Let's Talk Cheer podcast, and I'm your host, Jason Larkin, where we talk cheer, we talk life, and we talk whatever comes to mind. Five, six, seven, eight, let's get started. Turn it up, you tune in into Let's Talk Cheer with Jason Larkin. We're talking cheer, we're talking like you know we're always talking. So listen up, you boy, I'm about to go all in. Five, six, seven, eight, we're on, let's begin. This is episode number nine. Not sure if there's gonna be an episode ten, but thank you for joining. Nine episodes in, one more until we get to ten. I can't get ahead of myself. Got to stay focused on the episode we are on right now. Now, one thing that like I struggle with about making the podcast episodes consistently is I always think, well, what's my next episode going to be? I always feel like I'm going to run out of things to actually talk about. Like I'm going to do this episode, and then and then what am I going to talk about? And, and then and then what am I going to talk about? So I'm always like feel like I'm going to run out of like material or ideas, but. For those of you guys who know me, you know that I have stories for days that I love to tell stories. So today, I'm just going to tell you guys a few stories that have happened to me in the cheer world that have just made me laugh and giggle, like just good memories I have. So we'll go there. Hopefully they brighten your day because, you know, just thinking about it brightened mine. So we'll tell a couple of stories and kind of take it from there, I guess. All right, so first story happened... Back in 2016, it's our first year at American, and we took our program to WSF in Phoenix, Arizona. And we have J Black, our J3 team. I tell a lot of stories about J Black, but we have J Black, our J3 team, and we take them into the warm-up room. And we're there. And for those of you guys who are not, you know, actual cheerleaders or coaches, right? The warm-up room, they have a bunch of different mats. You know, they usually have three mats or so that are about eight nine ten minutes a piece and you rotate throughout the mats and they have a big clock in the warm-up room and everyone can see the clock when the clock goes down you move on to the next map so we're going through the whole yeah. warm-up process and there's teams in front of you and teams behind you and we're going through the warm-up process and we get to like our second to last mat and the clock runs down and jay black steps onto the floor while the other team was still on it now the time was officially up But it happens all the time where you're in the middle of a stunt or the kid's in the middle of a tumbling pass or something and the clock runs down, but you don't want to like stop counting in the middle of it. And so you go and you, you know, there's like a 10 second like grace period, right? So the clock runs down, the kids step onto the mat and the coach is furious. It's actually the owner furious. And I'm like, Hey, hey guys, back up, back up. So sorry. So sorry. You know, so sorry about that. And they finish their whatever they're doing, their stunt or whatever, and they move on to the next mat. So we get onto our mat. We do our thing. We finish. And we're done before our time runs out. So when our kids are done, they go and walk over to the next mat where that team is again. And they just kind of hover around the mat waiting for the clock to run down so they can step onto the mat and do their, their thing. Again, the clock runs out again that team is still on the mat and the kids just start walking on and the owner looks at me and is like get your kids down and I'm like okay hey I'm so sorry guys get off Jay Black get off the mat get off the mat what are you guys thinking right I got put on this big show like I'm just like so upset with them and so they go they get off the mat they the other team finishes their time and then we hop on the mat and we do our thing right now literally ever since that moment that owner chooses not to acknowledge my presence ever at competitions. And you know how it is. There's only so many gyms in the region, and there's only so many competitions. We see each other all of the time. But anytime, and you know, you know how it, when we go to competitions, you see a coach, even if you don't know him, like, hey, what's going on? I've seen you before. You see another coach, hey, what's going on? I've seen you any kind of wave or at least acknowledge that they're alive. You give them a head nod or something. This coach refuses to acknowledge my presence, has has refused for the last four or five years to acknowledge my presence at any competition. So again, that was our first year at Americans of 2016. This past year at Spirit Sports, so Spirit Sports 2020, Spirit Sports 2020, I'm in AccuScore. And for those of you guys who do not coach, or I guess even kids might not even know if you're listening. But AccuScore is where you go and say, hey, we got a bad score. We want to challenge it. And we're wondering why we got this score or whatever. So it's just, you just go talk to the judges in this summer room. And so I'm sitting there. We had some score on some team that I probably didn't agree with. Or maybe we got some deduction or something. Anyway, we're sitting in this room. And I see some of the coaches from this program. Not the owner who's mad at me. But I just see other coaches from the program. And go, man, yeah, your owner really doesn't like me. Or no, I didn't start off with that. I remember saying, hey, if you get a chance, just tell your owner I'm sorry. Like, they'll know what I'm talking about. Like, just tell them I'm sorry. Like, well, what's going on? And so I tell them the story. You know, we have our team. They step on the mat. They step on the mat again. And and since then, your owner hasn't, like, acknowledged me. And just tell them I'm, I'm sorry. And I'm like, cool, you know, they never say anything about you. It's not, you know, I, I don't think there's any, any beef. I'm like, I eh, maybe. So, day two of Spirit Sports, we go into the warm-up room. And now we have Senior Black, not Jay Black this time. We have Senior Black. And the team that happens to be in front of us is this same team and the owners there. And Spirit Sports, the warm-up room is different than all other usually you have like three big mats and you get them like like I said for eight, nine, ten minutes. Spirit Sports, you have a bunch of small mats that you get for four minutes. So the time goes by very, very quickly. And so we're going through the warm-up process and we finish early on one mat. And so we hover around the next mat where this program is. And I'm thinking everything is gonna be okay. I'm like, hey, we're we're gonna do our, you know, we're we're friends now, right? And the clock runs down. And our kids, again, step on the mat. And this owner turned their head so fat. Like, they were looking for a referee to call pass interference. Like, did anyone else see this flag on the play? And I thought to myself, well, it's going to be another five years before we're able to bury the hatchet. And if this owner hears this, we're, you know, I can probably throw our my dreams of our friendship out the window. But if you are listening, for real, you know who you are. I have no problem with you. I'm so sorry that I can't control my kids in the warm up room. Let's just be friends. All right, here we go. Next story. This story actually makes me laugh a lot. Um, This is second year at American. And I think it has to be second year at American. And it's Jay Black again. Dude, Jay Black cannot get it together. And we're competing at the GSSA NorCal Classic the first year that GSSA became varsity. So after day one, I don't even remember if we're in first or second place. I just know that it's a tight division and, you know, it's going to come down to whoever, whoever's better on day two, that type of a division, right? And we had a pretty solid routine, but we had missed a basket. But other than that, it was a pretty solid routine. I felt good about it, but I knew that we left the door open because of that basket that we missed. And I think the other team had a couple of mistakes, or a mistake, at least a mistake where we thought, well, it's evened up again. Anyway, so we go to awards, and we end up getting second place. The other team wins. Is what it is. You win some, lose some. But your score sheets back, and I'm going over the score sheets and realize that they gave us a legality. They gave us a music violation deduction. And so in cheer, your music can be two minutes and 30 seconds, but they clocked us at two minutes and 31 seconds and gave us, you know, whatever the deduction is, right? The 0.5 deduction or whatever it is. Now, like I said, this was GSSA's first year as a varsity event. And so there is a, I want to say a clause, but there's something in varsity's rules, not the official rules, but varsity's rules that say, hey, if your music, your music limits two minutes and thirty seconds. However, we don't give you a deduction for having your music over until you reach two minutes and thirty-three seconds, and that is a varsity thing. And so I go up. I'm like, "Hey, our music. Hey, Ash. They clocked us at two thirty-one. But if we wouldn't have had this deduction, we would have won the competition." So, so, oh yeah, go, go, challenge. So I go up there to a little booth thing that they have set up. I'm like, "Hey." Uh, we got this deduction you're not supposed to deduct until 233 and some of them are kind of like i don't know what you're talking about but there were some some people who were older from varsity who were there at the event oh yeah he's right and i go no it's right here in black and white so we pull up the rule oh yeah he's right not supposed to deduct until 233 so sorry jason we will make this right awesome So, when they tell me they're going to make it right, I'm actually not sure what they mean. If they were going to, like, announce this again or whatever. But I just know she said, we're going to make this right for you. So, okay, cool. But we still have more. There's still more awards going on throughout the day. And Senior Black still has awards. And so, I go and I leave and tell Ash, hey, yeah, they're going to fix it. Not sure when, but, you know, they said they're going to fix it. So, I go on stage for Senior Black's Awards. And waiting for them to, you know, call us in whatever place we're going to get. And before they do Senior Blacks Awards, they go, All right, there has been an error in one of our divisions that we would like to correct. In the Junior 3 division, our actual first place winner is American Cheer! And we're like, yay, right? And so it's just me up there on stage. I'm literally just waiting for you know senior black but all the j black kids are already like gone and you know they've already, we've already dismissed them and so i'm waiting up there and then one of the kid, the kid who actually had the placard like the second place placard thing they give you came up to me on stage and like handed me the second place thing is like hey coach here's the second place thing i said like, oh thanks kid um and i'm waiting for the girl to come out and hand me like the first place medals and you know the placard thing, but the first place girl never comes out, so I'm just standing there. And the other kid, we'll call her Susie, right? Susie's just waiting there, like, Hey, coach, what are we doing? I'm like, Yeah, I'm not sure what she is, but just hold on a second. So I hand her the second place thing and just say, Just hold on a second, right? We still got other awards going on, so we're sitting there and we're waiting, we're waiting, and I don't even remember if. This happened before or after they did Senior Blacks Awards. I just know we wait there for a while and no one ever comes to give us J Black's first place like medals or placard or anything. And for whatever reason, I decide just to like turn and I'm up on stage. And for whatever reason, I decide to, you know, I don't know, turn around. I guess I get bored, but I turn around and I see Susie with the second place placard heading down the stairs. And she happens to be walking towards the team that was now in second place, right? The team that originally won. She's walking towards, not not even that team. She's walking towards a group of those kids from that program. And I see her extend her arm out towards them as if to say, this is no longer mine. This belongs to you. Guys, as if it's in slow motion. Susie! And... She turns around, guys, I have never, I was mortified, mortified at this scene of her handing the second place thing to them. And and again, I don't even know if it was them because our J3 kids were already gone. So I doubt that that was their J3 kids just hanging around. I'm pretty sure that was like their senior four, their co-ed five or something like that. And I call her up on stage like, what were you, how did, I told you I'd take care of it. And I yell at her. And then I'm like, "Ash." I call Ash over, and I'm like, she went and did this, and, you know, the kid comes, I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm so sorry. Guys, again, I have never been so embarrassed to be a coach in my, not to be a coach, but to be, I've never been so embarrassed as a coach in my entire life. Like, it was, I was truly mortified that she went to hand them that second place little placard thing. I'm just glad they're their owner wasn't there because i would be two owners who'd be ignoring my presence and I'm like get your kids together these kids don't act right <laughs> can you imagine though like this kid was like you know I'm tired of waiting you know what I'm gonna I'm do it my I'm gonna take care of this myself like you guys heard the announcement here you go where's our first place where's our f- like if I hadn't have stopped her she legit would have handed that to them and been like "Yo, who has the first place one like where are we at and if you want to trade medals with me right now we can go ahead and we can square her up <laughs> All right. Here we go. One more story. This is back when I was doing cheer camps. This is back in the day. I'm probably still in college, actually. We would do cheer camps across the country for all these different all-star cheer gyms. And they would fly us to Florida and Boston, and we'd do camps in San Diego and Kansas and all these different places, right? And this particular year... We had a camp booked in Hawaii. It was the first year that we were going to go to Hawaii and book this camp. And so it was a really big deal. And it was like kind of a gift at the end of the summer. Like if you worked hard all summer, you were going to be selected to do the Hawaii camp. And so I'm super happy because I get picked to do the Hawaii camp, right? And a week before each camp, two weeks before each camp or so, they would send out an email, not really an itinerary, but just like a like a, hey here's what to expect. Here's a couple of things you should know. you know the camp starts on this date it ends on this date and just general information. it was there was never anything really too important in those emails especially after you I'd worked for the company for a long time and so at that time it was like there's nothing that, that's said in these emails that hasn't been said before. It's just really general information right? And so I kind of skim through the email, the Hawaii email and go, okay, cool. I'm going to Hawaii. This is awesome. And we get there on day zero, which day zero is the day before day one. So we get there, we work up the material, we figure out exactly what we're going to do. And then day one of the camp, we actually do the camp. So we're there on day zero and day zero is usually a pretty chill day. You go and eat, you know, you might do some sightseeing and stuff like that. So we go day zero and we go out to lunch. We go to lunch all together. And the owners actually picked up the tab, which was not too unusual. I mean, we do these camps and we're gone for like four days. And so it wasn't unusual for them to pick up the tab on at least one meal throughout the four days. Right. So they picked up the tab and it's cool. You know, business as usual. And we're riding back and we're in these like 16 passenger vans. Right. And so we're riding back to the hotel and someone in the van was like, hey, Thanks, guys, for picking up lunch. And he's like, yeah, no problem. It's the least we can do since we're not paying you. And I went, not paying us? Did he just say he's not paying us? And I'm like looking around. I'm looking around like that owner looking for a referee. Like, did he just say not paying us? Like, not paying us. And I'm like, they're not paying us. And I thought to myself, they probably said that in that email. That email probably said, hey, guys, just let you know we're not going to pay you. And this is back in the day before smartphones. So I can't actually like check my email like right then and there to see. So I literally had to wait till we get back to the hotel. So I'm like fuming the whole time in the car. Like they better be paying us. Like I cannot believe this. I'm on this trip for free right now. Like I'm giving up my free time. Oh my gosh. I'm like so, so upset. And so I wait. We get back to the hotel. I got to bust out my laptop, plug it into the wall. Right. And check my email. And sure enough, there, and I'm actually going to pull out the email because I went and looked it up before we did this podcast. So I'm going to pull up the email. Oh yeah, it's back in the day. I had to go to my old, old email for this. First of all, we'd like to congratulate all of you on being selected to work our very first camp in Hawaii. We are super excited and we hope you have a great time. As you know, not everyone was considered. It's because of your loyalty, dedication, abilities, as well as your overall performance at camps that make you all standouts. We want to, first of all, thank you for being fantastic. That is where I stopped reading the email. Had I kept reading, I would have gone on to read this. With all of that being said, We do need to discuss your compensation for this camp. First of all, you need to understand that airline tickets for this camp are extremely extremely expensive and will cost us over $7,000. Just so you know, that is more expensive than flying the entire staff to any other place in the country. Then we have to factor in accommodations, rentals, etc. We are a business and need to at least break even in order to be successful. I know initially we did speak to you about getting paid to work the camp and not getting per diem. However, since you're some of our most veteran staff, payroll would be quite expensive. So what we are proposing is that we cover your flight, accommodations, rental car, and per diem slash meals. We're asking that you work this camp for free. Now I will say this, the owners, the company, this company really was great. And the email goes on to say... You know, you don't have to work this camp if you don't want to, if you do not feel comfortable with this arrangement, you do not need to work this camp, but this is just the reality of the situation. And I owe so much of the coach I am today because of these owners I worked for and the people that, you know, we worked with on staff. The company really was great. But if we go back to how I felt that the moment I found out we weren't getting paid, people, in the history of man, there has never been a person so unhappy with a free trip to Hawaii. Guys, I was I was furious. And knowing me, I don't remember now, but knowing me, I probably ordered the most expensive meal at every meal. Like, hey, Jason, what are you having for breakfast? I'll have the steak and eggs. What are you having for lunch? I'll have the surf and turf. What are you having for dinner? Uh, whatever's market price. Let's go. <laughs> I just need you guys to imagine, you know, 22, 23-year-old Jason... You know, finding out he's not getting paid—like, we're not getting paid. Like, who's? What? No, it's the least we could do. No, that was the most you could do. <laughs> you could have paid me. Let's go, man. I work for free. But guys, I—I uh, I really hope that you guys enjoy the podcast. I enjoy making it. So, if you do enjoy it, leave a like, share it with a friend, leave a comment leave a five-star rating do something show some love you know keep my pump my pump my confidence up so i know to keep making these things but uh i love you guys and um five six seven eight we're out hey guys i really hope you enjoyed today's show Do me a quick favor, hit that subscribe button and let your friends know about this podcast. It's a great way for you to show your support for the channel. I'm your host, Jason Larkins, and you've reached the end of Let's Talk Cheer with Jason. Thanks for listening.